And good morning and welcome to the Visa Capital 5 Minute Morning Miner. It's Wednesday, the 25th of January. Paul, how are you? You're off the States this afternoon, aren't you? No, not till tomorrow, uh, tomorrow noontime, roughly. Tomorrow, I've got myself completely confused, haven't I? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, but you're not recording tomorrow, is that right? That's true. Come on, let's crank on with the mining news. People don't want to hear all this titter-tatter. Um, let's start with Fresneo, because we do like a bit of Mexican silver. Yeah, we've got Fresneo production results were put uh, out today. Quarterly silver production, 12.5 million ounces, which was down 7.8% versus the third quarter of 2022. For the full year, the silver output just shy of 54 million ounces, which was in line with guidance and slightly above what it was a year ago. Juanacipio Mine, uh, they are uh, in the process uh, of getting that up and going. It has been uh, tied into the national grid uh, utility-wise, so now it's the focus is about getting it, uh, the plant connected up by the end of this quarter completely so that its commissioning can go um, immediately after that. And they do think that uh, the gold production being at five, up five and a half percent on uh, the third quarter of 2022 at 168,000 ounces, uh, they do think uh, that um, it will uh, improve somewhat, though it was down on the year at 15 percent, so uh, we'll, for, uh, corporately. So we'll see uh, how they do at this point in time. Yeah, stocks off a tiny little bit. wasn't too impressed. Of course, uh, for all those regular listeners, you'll know that the way we like to play uh, Mexican silver is, of course, called Guanajuato silver, which is a mini Fresno and, and doing exceptionally well. Uh, right, uh, Paul. Actually, one that just caught my eye um, was Neo Metals has uh, done a sort of a, a joint venture with Australian Vanadium. What's that all about, Paul? Yes, uh, that is uh, a. a uh... A memorandum of understanding signed between the two groups, both ASX listed, uh, both of them in the iron, titanium, vanadium uh, mine deposit space in West Australia. And the whole point is uh, they have decided they uh, will try to cooperate in, in order to jointly uh, uh, develop uh, to best uh, synergies uh, both of their operations that, or both of their deposits uh, there in West Australia. So they would look to be uh, coordinating the uh, logistics as well as uh, some of the facility uh, preparations which aren't, don't involve the plant or the mines uh, specifically itself, but it would be uh, things like uh, uh, pipeline access and utility connections and that sort of thing. Um, the whole idea being that uh, both operations would therefore have operating costs uh, which would be a little bit less, uh, and the uh, capex uh, also being shared uh, would uh, uh, allow them for certain um, uh, cost savings as well. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, uh, what 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 do you want to buy next? American Lithium, a good old Shanghai Mining Club member, client of VSA. They did uh, announce yesterday. They bought back a royalty on their Tonopah Lithium Clay uh, project, uh, Tonopah, Nevada. They will be issuing 950,000 common shares uh, to the royalty holder. 
in order to cancel that out and those shares will be held uh, to statutory hold of four months and one day and as a result the project will be back to 100 percent full uh, control by american lithium which plans to release the pea for this uh, clay lithium project in coming days good you like good news there yep we sure do keep going paul yep we've got a new braylorn uh, mine and district uh, uh, release uh, on uh, resources compliant uh, there for that project up in BC held by TSX listed Talisker uh, resources. Uh, this one is I've been following for a little bit here and it does impress me in several cases that Talisker has uh, proven several things about this particular deposit uh, that uh, wasn't uh, uh, found or otherwise recognized uh, by previous owners, the last of which was a vino, silver and gold. Uh, for instance, this deposit is multi-million ounce now from an, just having enough drilling money spent on it. Uh, they have found a total of 84 veins of which uh, hardly a dozen of those were historic uh, producing veins but uh, 84 of them now they know have gold in them. It is intrusion hosted, so it's the IRGS style of mineralization, and they have confirmed that there is a limited uh, amount of uh, distribution of gold into the wall rock along the veins. It's never been mined that way before, and they had discovered bulk mineable, low-grade uh, intrusion-hosted gold on this deposit, which had never been uh, identified before. So for roughly a one and a half million ounce resource at this point, most of which is inferred simply because of drill density, it's a, re a really good uh, progress on this project. Very good. Uh, I thought you may also mention this morning, I know it's one of your sort of favorites, Paul, is East Star. Uh, the uncredited Kazakh miner. Well, yes, that's right. East Star, early stage explorer on uh, uh, Kazakhstan uh, projects. Uh, uh, it is listed here in London. Key point on this one is they do for sure have a really extensive uh, volcanic mass of sulfide uh, uh, deposit there on one of their licenses. Uh, it was historically drilled in the past, so all they're doing is bringing the geologic understanding of a historically drilled deposit in the 1990s under Russian standards into the modern world, as it were. It's called the Verkuba deposit. It, it covers uh, that ore district 10 kilometers by 3 kilometers in size, 45,000 meters of historic drilling on it with uh, drill grades uh, from or near surface at 11 meters at 2.8% copper and 1.3% zinc, uh, 915 meters at 0.9 copper, 3% zinc, uh, those kinds of numbers historically. It was flotation tested in the past, 94 to 96% copper recoveries. And it is otherwise uh, been flown now with a modern uh, HEM uh, helicopter geophysics, which has discovered extensions in several parts of the license that haven't been tested. So um, just saying that there is an awful lot of unrecognized opportunity on East Star's ground and across Kazakhstan in general. 
Yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, we know you can be very successful in Kazakhstan. So we've got Camel, you know, one of the best mining juniors out there in the world, being very successful in Kazakhstan. And we've seen quite a few very interesting Kazakhstan projects recently, Paul, haven't we? And I mean, you do, you have this old Russian sort of, you know, research and and geology done. And then all you've got to do is modernise it all. And you've got potentially some really interesting assets. Of course, the big question is, you know, is Kazakhstan currently a jurisdiction where people feel comfortable, obviously, with the current, you know, Russian-Ukraine situation? Um, you have to make up your own mind on that. But we have seen some really good projects, haven't we, Paul? Yes, that is right. And Eastar has even more of them as well. They have a really interesting rare earth project out there in Kazakhstan as well. Polymetal, who has operated in Kazakhstan for a number of years now, uh, listed here, also gave their quarter lease today. But they also said in their quarter lease that uh, in order to play the geopolitics uh, for best uh, benefit of shareholders, they may move their um, primary exchange listing to Astana, uh, the um, Kazakh exchange uh, in order to um, better uh, uh, deal with the issues around the geopolitics. Yeah, I'm not sure they'll get quite the same liquidity as the London Stock Exchange. Not the London Stock Exchange has great liquidity at the moment either, although actually there is a bit of a spring in the steps in the markets at the moment. There's a lot more liquidity around, there's more capital around. Um, I, I'm not saying the prices have to go higher, there's just more liquidity and more capital. Uh, anyway, on that note, Paul, we've been talking for far too long. Um, but hopefully it was interesting and we'll uh, we won't speak again tomorrow I don't think because you will be getting on your flight if I get it correct and uh, I hope all goes well whilst you're out there and still my uh, condolences to all your family Paul uh, and I'll be back with Ollie tomorrow. Very good I'll see you a week from tomorrow.